Exactly. So I hadn't eaten since lunchtime. So it wasn't even a guy should be buying me dinner type of thing. It was a very biological situation. I was not about to have caffeine on an empty stomach at 6 p.m. Hello, and welcome to the Multicultural Millennial Woman Podcast. My name is Parthvi. And I'm Anya. On this podcast, we'll be talking about the issues we face as we navigate America. From my perspective as a Black Caribbean immigrant from Trinidad and Tobago. And my perspective as a first-generation Indian American whose family is from Gujarat. We'll be talking about everything that affects a multicultural millennial woman. From people choosing not to ask how to pronounce our names correctly in the workplace. Hello, corporate America. To how colorism shows up in our communities. To similarities in how our parents raised us and how that impacts how we move through the world. Basically, nothing is off the table. Ooh, I just got goosebumps. So if you're looking to join us as we share how we're making our own in big ol' USA, pull up a chair. Bring your chai, Milo, or whatever you're sipping on, and tune in as we spill some American tea. Well, good morning, esteemed colleagues. Today is the very last of season two. Aye, what an auspicious occasion. Hello, are we in Bridgerton? Where are all the rakes at? Well, I don't know where they are, but I do want them to know that I burn for them. Oh my God, what a good show. Anyways, was it a good show or were we just objectifying Simon the entire time? Eh, I think we all can agree it was such a pleasure. In more ways than one. (laughs) Speaking of objectification, let's get to the real convo here. Bad dates! Yes. So, in the spirit of this being a community, we asked you, our wonderful listeners, to share some of your most outrageous dating stories. And you all came through. So let's hear them. Okay, so I'm out with this guy and we agreed to meet at the cafe by like the train stop. And I was thinking that we were going to meet there and then go get dinner because hello, it was dinner time. And he was like, when we got there, oh, I thought we were going to just have coffee. And I was like, coffee at 6 p.m.? Oh no, we have to eat. (laughs) So anyways, we're searching for a place to eat, which takes a long time because he doesn't have any opinions and he basically vetoes any place that I choose. But like eventually we end up finding a place and we finally get food and we're eating. But then I like notice something. So we're like nibbling on food and I'm seeing that every three seconds he's glancing to the right and side of my head. And the first few times I'm just like, okay, whatever, I'm just going to ignore it. But he just kept on doing it. So finally, I decided to ask him. I was like, is there something going on behind me that I should know about? And he very, like, unapologetically was like, oh, like, yeah, there's a soccer game going on behind you. And normally I wouldn't, like, want to watch Red Argentina. And I'm a big fan, so I really have to watch it. Sorry. And honestly, if I'm being really honest, I was annoyed. One, because why would he do that? But also, two, at the end of the dinner date, I had only ordered, like, these mangala empanadas. And when the check came, 
He didn't even offer to pay. And I remember being so annoyed because I was like, there were $9. And I was like, at the end of the day, after everything that happened the date, I was like, that's a lot. To be fair, I didn't say that it was rude when he was looking behind me because at that point, I had already made up my mind that I was never going to see him again. So anyways, we carry on eating and I gave him like this very like formal goodbye, like, okay, great, like, nice to meet you, goodbye. And the next day I woke up to a text from him asking me out again. And I was like, what? In all honesty, it's because I think I didn't call him out on anything. And I think he probably thought I was like this chill, cool girl, but like, obviously I'm not, so his loss. Anyways, that's my story. Okay, first of all, I feel like him expecting coffee at 6 p.m. is strange. Exactly. So I hadn't eaten since lunchtime. So it wasn't even a guy should be buying me dinner type of thing. It was a very biological situation. I was not about to have caffeine on an empty stomach at 6 p.m. I'm glad you said something. So let's get back to the real issue. The fact that he was not so casually watching a game behind your pretty face. I'm pretty impressed by your grace in this situation. See what I did there? Yes, curtsy before my royalty. But like, I was also pretty annoyed. Yeah, I mean, between that and the fact that he didn't pay for your little baby empanadas after his bad behavior, I'm glad you didn't see him again. Girl, it wasn't worth it. And yes, before you ask, I was definitely still hungry, and I went home, and I ordered food. Oh my gosh, I totally would have done the same thing. Okay, let's hear the next one. This guy, who I met on an app, we barely spoke on the app. We just, you know, cut to the chase, let's meet up or whatever. He shows up looking, well, and I'm talking about he's like an hour late. And he shows up in like these old washed out like oversized t-shirts and jeans and he said that he was working late at his office. I'm like, this is where you wore to your office? It was it was already kind of suspicious. He was so much older than he said he was as they were always on. He was so much shorter. Not that that's an issue necessarily, but it's the lying. It's like what he had on his profile was not who he was. Um, he is the one who insisted we met we meet at this bar and then we get there and he doesn't drink alcohol. He doesn't drink anything. I'm the only one who ordered anything and paid for it myself. Um, and then he's like, oh, let's go up to this veranda. So we go there and we have to walk through a really beautiful library. And I'm like, oh, I look at these books. They're so beautiful. And then he was like, oh, you like books? Mind you, this is after I've told him like four times that I'm a writer. And I'm like, yes. I am a writer. He's like, oh, you're a writer? And I'm like, this man is not even listening to me. Like, he just does not listen to me the entire time we've been speaking. Um, so, you know, we're chatting. Um, things that come up in conversation is that the name that he has on his profile is not his real name, he says. I beg to see his ID. I don't remember if he showed me. I don't think he did. But basically, he had another name. Um, I remember his last name was Mori, M-O-R-I. And he said he was Peruvian, and I know that that is a Peruvian name. It's also a Japanese name. Just keep that in mind. Um, and, you know, he told me where he grew up and, you know, what he, what he does for a living and whatever. And, um, you know, he was really... The only time he seemed to show interest in me was to ask about my culture. Like, when he found out I was from Trinidad, 
he was like, I thought you were from India. And I'm like, no, I'm of Indian descent, but I'm in Trinidad. He's like, but but it says that you're India and you look India and you have an Indian name. Your name is Ram Logan. I'm like, listen, I know my name. I'm of Indian descent. He's like, that's very misleading. So he was like, really, like, I don't know if he had some kind of like Indian fetish, but like he seemed really upset that I was not from India. And then we let, well, after he shoved his tongue in my mouth, um, this was not a kiss. This was just like a face attack. I was, I pulled away and I'm like, no. And um, he was like, why are you shy? I'm like, I'm not shy. I just don't want your tongue in my mouth. It was just so bizarre. Uh, we went for a walk and uh, we're walking around and then he stops and he's like, oh, um, you want to come up? And I'm like, come up where? And his house is next door to the hotel where we met, like at the hotel bar. I'm like, I'm sorry, you live here? I thought we were meeting somewhere midway between the two of us. It took me 40 minutes to get there. It was two minutes from what he said was his house. And it was this gorgeous building, like super expensive, really fancy building. And he insisted I come up um, and that I could make him breakfast because he wants roti in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this Indian fetish is like, is a bit creepy. So I'm like, no, I don't want to come up. It's fine. Um, we could end this date right here and right now. And he was like kind of upset. And I was like, you could be upset. I'm going to go home because this was just such a disaster. Um, and I called my car. I never looked back. I got home. I was so upset. It was so bad because I'm like leaving out a ton of stuff that happened. Just like in retrospect, it was not a very safe situation. Um, but I got home and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I Googled him and I searched him. And everything he told me was true. The name, the age, the place he lived, where he worked. But it wasn't him. It was a Japanese businessman who he was, I guess, impersonating. Um, my guess is he probably works for that man and the guy might have been out of town and he might have been house sitting and he had the the condo to use to lure women to cook roti for him in the morning i don't know so for me these were my two biggest concerns his outfit aka rags <laughs> being late to the date when the date was like next door Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, that was also very concerning to me. But the most concerning thing was the Indian slash roti fetish. Like, what was that about? Can't you buy that in a shop somewhere? Has he never heard of DoorDash? Clearly, he wants it cooked by his Indian lady, not just anyone. I guess. And also, I just feel like those dudes' atrocities didn't stop there. Let's not forget about the fact that he completely ignored everything that she told him about her career. And it turns out that he wasn't even who he said he was. I think that's really scary. Well, I think you know what I'm about to say. Hint. Stranger danger. Yes, I knew exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> when you said, I think you know what I'm about to say, because Parthi actually thinks that everybody could be a serial killer. But like, honestly, I don't blame her because she's not wrong. I'm afraid to ask with the trajectory of these stories, but who's next? A couple years ago, I was in Quebec City doing some French immersion. And um, so I agreed to meet up with this guy. But again, like I didn't know anyone in that city. So I chose this um, live event where a few of my French teachers were actually going to be performing. 
and um, if you don't know, well, I'm black, and Quebec City is very white, and the guy I was meeting was also black, um, so we stood up like sore thumbs in this packed, packed place, um, and immediately, like when I got there, he had already started drinking, and then I got myself a drink, but he was just very touchy-feely, um, he wanted to dance, but he had no rhythm, and I was just like, you're drawing way too much attention, I told him I didn't want to drink anything else, he kept just ordering shots, and then like he would be like texting on his phone and I didn't really say anything I couldn't really care less I was busy watching the music but then he would explain to me after that you know he was texting with his cousin who had just moved from Guinea and then he was telling me about how you know his parents and her parents want them to get married and I was like didn't you just say that's your cousin he's like yeah you know but you know what we like to do you know keep it in the family and I was like oh god please don't share that and then at the same and then like a little after I had like I was texting another friend who I had planned to see in Montreal that night and this guy I was on the date with just like got so upset and offended and like grabbed my phone out of my hand and I'm just like who do you think you are and then he kept wanting to like go stand up outside I'm just like for what like this was like winter time like it's cold I don't like the cold go stand up outside he just kind of stands there and then I think he like touched my face or some strange shit like that and I was like can we go back inside like it's cold um, but he really just wasn't present, clearly drunk or whatever, and kept like wanting to leave, like let's go somewhere else, let's go eat. After a while, I gave in because I'm just like, you know, I don't want to be that asshole who's like starving him if he's really hungry, there's no real food at this place that we're at. So he's selling me this poutine place down the street, so we walk down the street to the poutine place. Um, so he ordered himself some huge poutine with like sausages and all kind of thing on top of it. And we go sit down to eat. And like I just keep trying to like maintain space between us. Even though he keeps like trying to come around and then he, like, he wants to like corner me in like we're like in a booth seat. So he came around to sit next to me to like corner me into the wall so I couldn't move anywhere. Which is really creepy. And then the food came. And my boy took like two bites and was like, I'm full, the rest is for you. And I'm just like, well, why the fuck are we here? Like, I told you I'm not hungry. And then he proceeds to like roll over onto the um the table and just like sprawl out to, to take a nap. And I'm just here like, what? Like, where am I and why am I here? So I start trying to climb out <laughs> to get myself out of the situation. Um, and then, like, as I was doing that, though, like, one of these staff came over and was like, so you can't, you can't sleep here, like, you need to go home. And he's like, okay, let's go. And I was like, let's go? I said, I'm going. <laughs> and, and he's busy, like, trying to, like, I don't know what's wrong with his phone, like, he didn't call himself a cab, he was, like, asking the staff to call him a cab, and he's like, and then, like, I start leaving, I start, like, walking out the front door, and he's like, no, 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 like, I'm calling us a cab, like, you stay here. I'm like, no, you stay right there, I'll, I'll go catch the bus down the street. Yeah. It was it was strange, you know. I think a week later he texted me to be like, I don't know what you thought of, you know, my behavior the other night, and I just delete. First things first, his cousin? I didn't realize we were still living in th those times. They didn't even do that in Bridgerton. <laughs> I mean, I guess every family has their own way of doing things. <laughs> okay. Either way, it seems like he wasn't really trying, because it really seemed like to me that he has feelings for this cousin that he's supposed to marry. Yeah, I kind of pick up on that, too. Like, even if you just wanted to, like, bang and go, like, 
how is divulging that information going to help you score? I feel like anyone would be completely turned off by that. And the fact that he was divulging that information, I was like, one, you don't really even care about the date. And like, two, like you were saying, Parthi, I feel like he really was grappling with his feelings with this cousin. <laughs> exactly. Also, like, remember when he was on his phone texting this so-called cousin slash potential fiance and when she sent a quick text to a friend she was supposed to meet up with afterwards he was so upset upset to the point that he grabbed her phone double standard much i'm so glad she left him she also handled herself with so much grace throughout this experience um i feel like the fact that partha keeps on bringing up grace and how people are handling things with grace means that she and these situations would like literally throw shit (laughs) but anyways yes i'm glad that she knew when enough was enough and she was like hashtag boy bye wow ladies thank you for sharing these stories we were on the edge of our seats especially during that last one they all were well what would you say such a ride okay dears we're signing off now yours truly parthi cafe tanamenda and yours truly, Anya Teton of North Dumb. Until next season, adieu. Bye, loves. And remember, share your thoughts with us on this lovely new invention called the Gram. Ooh, please do, darlings. Please do.